Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Well, welcome to the Success Design. My name is Beth Schenkel Anderson, and I'm your host today. I'm really excited to uh, jump into our show today. Um, I hope everyone's having a happy Thursday, and I think you'll have an even happier Thursday after you listen to our guest today. His name is James Goy, Jr. He's a speaker, a mind power coach, and the author of How to Attract Money Using Mind Power. So welcome, James. Well, hello, Beth. Thank you for having me, and it's very nice to be here. Oh, well, thank you so much for taking the time out to uh, to share with my um, listeners uh, your uh, your book as well as your um, approaches to mind power as a uh, as a life coach. Certainly, certainly. Happy to. So um, why don't we just start out with some of the questions that we had talked about before that might give my listeners a better overview of what you're all about. Um, mm-hmm. In the first chapter of your book, it's on desire. How does desire figure into attracting money? Well, you know, desire... Is uh, and by the way, it's the it is the first chapter in the book for a reason. It's really the starting point of all human action and uh, human accomplishment. So anything that we we do, we do it out of a desire to either gain something, or secure something, or to you know avoid something. But it's all based on desire because if we don't have desire, uh, you know, basically we we wouldn't even get up in the morning. We wouldn't. We would be vegetables laying in bed. We wouldn't even get out of bed. So every, even scratching our nose, it's all based on desire. And and I find that people quite often just do not have a strong enough desire for more money. And that's why I make it the first chapter in the book. And I and I encourage people to develop um, their desire for more money because this will prompt them to do what they need to do. It's one thing to learn about. Uh, mind power techniques and principles, and to understand them even, and but to really use them in a consistent way uh, over time, like you need to to get consistent results and you know large results, you're going to have to be motivated by a desire to do so. So everything really starts with desire, and uh, attracting money is no different. Wow! So. So desire in our lives really, really is the is the impetus for all we do, exactly, uh, including earning money. Right, right. So you, earning money, attracting money. How, however you you look at it, it's all based on desire. And you have, also have a chapter on belief, in which you wrote that our beliefs can be purposefully changed by de- by design. What do you mean by that? You know, often our beliefs are um, of long standing. You know, many of our beliefs, our, our core subconscious beliefs, even were formed in childhood. We don't remember the the circumstances under which they came to be. You know, usually it's over time and over a collection of uh, experiences that uh, f- 
you know, give form to and then reinforce certain beliefs of ours. And so people, uh, the average person on the street is walking around with a lot of beliefs, deep-seated core beliefs about things like money uh, and self-worth. You know, in other words, their their right to have money or their worthiness of having money and ability, their ability to earn or to attract money. And um, that is something that has to be addressed when you get into mind power because most people's beliefs were not purposely designed. Most people's beliefs just kind of rose up as a result and a response to circumstances. Beliefs can be purposely changed by design when we understand the process of how beliefs come about, when we understand how it's dictating not only how we act within the world, but how the world is acting back to us, we can determine the types of beliefs that we believe will best aid us in uh, what we're trying to accomplish. In this case, we're talking about attracting more money. Once we determine what those beliefs are, then we can purposely change our beliefs. We can design our beliefs. We can change our beliefs by design. In other words, we can decide what we want to believe, and then we can set about um, forming and reinforcing those beliefs so that they will assist us and support us in our money-attracting efforts. And you also have a chapter in your book on expectancy. How does that differ, if it does at all, from belief? Uh, belief and expectancy are uh, along the same lines. We can uh, believe things that, you know, in other words, we can believe something in the past, something that happened last week. We believe that it happened or we believe we know why it happened. Uh, we can believe things about the present, about what's going on around us. We have certain beliefs about basically everything we perceive. And we can also believe things about the future, and this we call expectancy. Mm -hmm. So expectancy is basically believing that some circumstance or condition or set of circumstances or events or however we, we term it will unfold in certain ways in the future. We come to expect that certain things will happen. For instance, we expect that the sun is going to rise tomorrow morning. We don't even question it. We expect if we have a job that uh, come Friday or whatever day, uh, we're going to get a paycheck. And we're already planning in our minds. You know, we expect this money. We totally, fully believe we're going to get it. And we uh, make plans for it. We know where we're going to cash our check, uh, what money's going into the checking account, how much we need for our bills, uh, what's left over, what we're going to do with it. And that's how we want to uh, cultivate uh, an expectancy of that of that strength, of that absolute knowing and expecting about money that we don't know where it's coming from yet, but we want to attract it. Mm -hmm. Money that we want to um, develop the expectancy of having so that because our expectancies have a way of forming our reality. In other words, quite often over time, what we will get and what we will accomplish and what we will become is basically based 
on what we expect. And so that's why expectancy is so important. It's it's along the lines of belief, but it's uh, it's different enough and its understanding is important enough that it warrants its own chapter. When we come to expect, then we will start to actually prepare for and act as if the things that we're trying to create either uh, are now or will be tr- will be true and that's because we fully expect them and it is that expectation that actually helps breathe life into them and bring these f- certain financial circumstances into being well speaking of financial circumstances what about the money mindset what co- that concept is intriguing to me well, the the money mindset is basically every thought and feeling and the resulting images that we have um, about money and in any way, shape, or form. So that could be thoughts and beliefs um, and emotions and feelings about our own money, about our neighbor's money, other people's money, businesses, corporations, uh, governments, the economy in general, all of our thoughts, all of our beliefs, all of our feelings, and the resultant images that all of this make up is what I call our money mindset. And most people are going to have a money mindset that is either predominantly positive or predominantly negative, optimistic or pessimistic. In other words, you know, I've really never met anyone who's right on the fence like 50-50. And we want to, uh, if we're not there now, push ourselves and stretch ourselves so that we can be on the positive side of the fence because it's through our thoughts and our feelings and our images, through the medium of our subconscious mind and in in, um, concert with the universe at large that our financial reality is created. And so if we want positive financial results, we want to cultivate a positive money mindset. In other words, we want all of our thoughts and feelings, our emotions, images, and all of that having to do with money in any way, shape, or form, ours or others. We want it to be ideally positive. And if we cannot have it be positive, we should strive to at least be neutral. In other words, to not be negative, to not be pessimistic, to not be fearful, to not be, um, you know, fault-finding and pointing the finger and and griping about taxes and and all of these things. A lot of the things people gripe about are true. I'll give them that. But they don't understand that by griping and by wallowing in all of that negativity, they're actually pulling down the vibration of their own money mindset. They're harming their own money consciousness and thereby they are hindering their attempts to attract more money to themselves. So I'm not saying some of these thoughts and feelings and negativity is not justified, but the price is too high for a conscious person to to want to indulge themselves very much. So we really need to stay positive in our money mindset. Sort of like the law of attraction. If you if you think if you think negatively, it will it will sort of come back at you. In a negative way? Yeah, exactly, really. I mean, that is um, a very core truth, that what we think about, we bring about. And 
when we are thinking about negative things and we're feeling um, negative emotions, whether they be fear or foreboding or, you know, um, hopelessness or whatever, these then are the types of things in the universe that we are oscillating with. And these will be the types of things that we will tend to attract back to ourselves. And it's the same with the positive um, feelings and thoughts, that when we are indulging in those, when we are seeing images of things we want, when we are thinking of things we want to bring about or would like to see come about, and having the resultant uh, positive feelings associated with that, these are all signals we're constantly broadcasting signals. And these are all signals that go out into the universe and attract like energy. And that energy comes back to us in the form of direct experience. And so in, in this case, we're talking about direct financial experience. The money we are or are not able to attract and hold on to and put to good use and things of this nature. One technique that you teach is called the think and results technique. Can you tell us what that means and how it figures into the big picture? Uh, it's along the lines of what we've been speaking about. Um, when we understand the, the workings of the subconscious mind, it's basically a machine. It's an automatic mechanism. It creates based on what it thinks is true, in other words, subconscious belief, and it um, works with uh, thoughts images, and emotion. And so when we think about the end results, when I say think end results, I mean think about the end results that you want to create. See, many people just, you know, through lack of understanding and lack of effort, they think more about the things they don't want. They obsess over the things they don't want to happen. They sit around and are afraid that what if this happens and what if that happens? not understanding quite often that they are in the process of attracting those very things. They're thinking about things they don't want. There's the, the mold or the image. And they're feeling negative feelings because they're they're seeing and picturing things that they don't want. So obviously they're going to have negative feelings. And that's the power that motivates the subconscious mind to bring those things to us because the subconscious mind is neutral. It doesn't know what's good or bad, right or wrong, what we want, what we don't want. All it knows is what we're telling it, what images it has and what feeling and concepts it has behind those. So when we think about the end results we want to create, when we think about the financial end results that we would like to see come about, we're creating that mold we're forming that picture in our subconscious minds. And we are having the associated positive feelings that would just naturally arise when we contemplate and think about things that we would like to create. In other words, having a larger bank account, having more financial resources available to us. So when we develop this this uh, technique and we start to use it on a daily basis, then we find that we are thinking, over time, we will get to where we are thinking more about the things we want than we are about the things we don't want, and therefore we will start to attract more of the things we want and less of the things we don't want. We will attract more money, in other words. 
And you also teach that to attract money, we should strive to speak as if. What exactly do you mean by that phrase, speak, to speak as if? Well, to, to put it very simply, to speak as if is to always endeavor to speak as if those financial eventualities you want to come about either are now or will be reality. It's like we're making an assumption because our thoughts are very powerful. They're part of the creative mechanism. And our words add even more power to our thoughts because we we verbalize them. They go out into this dimension. Other people can hear them. Uh, We hear them. They go right back in our own ears and reinforce, you know, the thoughts that gave birth to them. So when we speak as if those things that, and predominantly as if, those things that we want to come about concerning our finances either are now or will be true, are now or will be reality, that is what we are in the process of creating. People, you know, who don't know about this stuff are very surprised when they realize that they have been, to a large degree, speaking their reality into existence. They have been speaking their health into existence. They have been speaking their finances into existence. Their weight, the the station they hold in life, you know, their their job and all of this. To a large degree, we're not only thinking and feeling these things into uh, existence, but by extension, we are speaking them into existence. And so by understanding that and changing our speech patterns, we can literally transform our lives. Wow. That's some powerful information there. It's like it can be it can be life changing. I mean if people just took that one technique and just resolved themselves from right now after hearing this show to no longer indulge in negative talk, no longer say, I can't do this, I'm no good with money. I'm not going to have the rent on time. I'm probably going to lose my job and all these negative things. If they just stop saying those and start saying things like, I know everything always works out. I'm not sure how I'm going to pay the rent yet, but things have a way of working out, and I know this will too. And whatever happens at work, I know it's in the highest, best good, and there's divine order. So whether I keep my job or I don't, it'll be the best thing for me. When one door closes, another opens. It's a whole other mindset. And if they start speaking like that, even be, they don't even have to believe it in the beginning. If they start speaking it, they will condition their subconscious minds over time, and they will come to believe it. And so it's just one more tool. It's just one more road into the subconscious mind to create the, the fertile ground uh, for those things that we want to grow into our lives to grow. And I believe this rolls into the technique of affirmation, which uh, which I know that you uh, you use to help people uh, attract money. Is that something that uh, that you teach? And and how can we use affirmations in in attracting money for ourselves? Well, you know, affirmations it kind of rides right in there with speaking as if uh, an affirmation is something that uh, it's a statement that we can uh, speak or think or even write down. Most of our affirmations, most people will think them to themselves. And also it's good to do them verbally, uh, you know, most often when you're alone. And we wouldn't do these around other people as a general rule. But what we do is we form affirmations or brief statements 
of things that we want to see come about. And we state the affirmations in the present tense as if they've already come about, and we don't give any concern or attention or, or words to how it came about because we don't want to limit the subconscious mind and the universe in their ways of being able to bring things to us. So an affirmation, one that I used um, many years ago, was um, all of my credit cards are completely paid off. It was a very simple statement. And I went from $10,000 in credit card debt and not knowing how I would ever pay it off and going in deeper each month to um, to debt-free in a four- to six-week period. People can say, um, you know, if they if – they, are, don't have any money in the bank. You know, they're always just running with the check to the bank to cover their bills. They can say, I have $100,000 or I have $10,000. That's a lot of money to some people. I have $10,000 in my checking account. And it's, it seems so simple. And if people aren't familiar with mind power and with, with attraction and manifestation type subjects, it, it sounds incredible. How can you just say something over and over or think it and, and then it just happens? And it does just happen because mm -hmm. we are conditioning our subconscious mind with a specific picture, a very specific sentiment, and the emotions behind it. It comes to believe it, and then it can make it happen in just incredible ways that we never could have imagined. In my case, with, with the $10,000 debt, uh, somebody actually gave me a gift of exactly $10,000. When they heard I had the debt, they wrote me a check. So if we believe... And if we use this technique of affirmation, which really is one of the most simple, um, you know, uh, mind power techniques that there are. I mean, how simple is it to just decide what you want, to form it into a brief sentence, state it in a certain way, and then to say it to yourself mentally and verbally and write it down once in a while if you want. It's so simple. Anyone can do it. You don't even have to believe it in the beginning. You will come to believe it over time if you continue to use it. it it's just so powerful and that's why it's i always say it's my favorite mind power technique because it's one i can teach people in a minute and it's one that can completely transform their lives even if they don't do any of the other you know consciously do any of the other techniques this one technique again could transform their lives sounds great i've actually i'm heard in a lot of a lot about affirmations and practiced them myself and uh, one of the things i've heard is to write them on a you know, a, like a three by five note card, and put it on your um, your bathroom mirror. So that's the first thing you see in the morning. Right. And and you carry those affirmations with you throughout the day. And that's something that I've done before and and continue to do, and find mm -hmm. it to be um, very inspirational in the mornings. Right. It's a wonderful way to start the day. Um, with you know some some of your main affirmations, you know you could have one on the mirror, like you say, or more that really set up the the feeling and the emotion and the and the sense of accomplishment you want that day or peace or whatever it is, or just your sense of of abilities, you know whether you're in sales or you know whatever kind of a profession you're in, you do these types of affirmations in the morning. You know, I am strong, I am capable, I am a great salesman or whatever, you will have better results over time than you would without them. So they, they can really make the difference in your day. And one reason we like to put them on the, the bathroom mirror or something is so that we will see them, so mm -hmm. that we won't forget about them. Because, you know, out of sight, out of mind sometime. So, you know, you could have one 
one or two, you could put them in the visor of your uh, automobile, you know, your your vehicle. Pull down the visor, and there there it is, you know, to remind yourself. So you can place these things around strategically. Most of mine, I I do have a stack of 3 by 5 cards I look through sometimes, but the main ones I'm doing, I have them memorized, and, and I just, I do them, you know, I devote enough time to them each day, depending on which ones are most important at the time or time-sensitive or, um, you know, just uh, crucial in the moment. Sure. sure. Those are the ones that would get more of your attention on a certain day. So as we close this show, is there um, is there anything you'd like to, to close with to uh, with the uh, with the listeners and let them know uh, about you, your book, or uh, anything you'd like for them to especially take away from this interview? Well, what I want them to take away from this interview is that you know this this stuff is real. If it seems a little out there to you, uh, it won't once you start doing the the research. My book is a great place to start. You know, this stuff has been around for thousands of years, and uh, it's taught in the various religions and things. And But not beyond that, not only that it's real and that mind power works, but that they can do it. Because sometimes people think, well, it's not for me, or maybe he can do it, but I don't have a strong mind. You don't need a strong mind. You just need a mind that can take a little discipline, and then you need to discipline it because the techniques themselves are very, very simple. So I encourage people to believe in themselves, not only believe in mind power, but to believe in themselves and to really give this thing a try. And again, my name is uh, James Goy, G-O-I, like you said, uh, Junior, and the book is Attracting Money Using Mind Power. And it's available on Amazon and everywhere else where uh, new books are sold. And I invite people uh, to uh, subscribe to my free monthly Mind Power and Money Ezine. And if they just type in uh, attractmoney.org, that will take them to my website where they can sign up for that and uh, keep up with everything that's going on with me. Oh, wow, great. That's some terrific information. I encourage all my listeners to sign up for it. I know I uh definitely will uh, after this broadcast go to your uh go to your website and sign up for your easing. I'm sure it's very informative. You've been a great guest, James, and I thank you for taking the time to be on the show today. Well thank you for having me. It's it's been a great pleasure. I appreciate it. Oh absolutely. And uh you're welcome back anytime so uh you know just contact me if you'd like to come back in the future. I will. I will do that. Thank you. All right, great. Today's guest again was James Goy Jr., and the book is How to Attract Money Using Mind Power. So thanks a lot, James. Okay, thank you. And for the success design, this is Beth Shankel Anderson signing off. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a 
Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.